Welcome back to another episode of the Old Guy Metalcast. Capitalism is organized crime, and we are all its victims. It's your boy, the King of Bone Style, Jim Vicious, joined as always by Sir Robert of Blades, Mr. Bobby fucking Blade. Yo, what's up? And damn, that's a deep lyric. I like it. I don't know who it's <sighs> by once again, and I, I guess I've given up on trying to guess, but... Yeah. Uh, this is from punk band Refused. From like the mid '90s, their album "Shape of Punk" to come, which is I was talking with Fudge the other day, and one of the most pretentious things ever. The name of your album, "The Shape of Punk to Come," <laughs> but still, how many years later? Twenty fucking years later. Does that make sense? Let's see. Yeah, probably twenty. Yeah, definitely twenty years later. It still forges a sound that I really haven't heard anybody else do. So maybe they were right, the cocky fucks. Yeah. You gotta be a little pretentious. I mean, don't be up your own ass all the way, but you know, be a little cocky. Yeah, there you go. Uh, so we're back. Talk some shit. We've got a bunch of stories to get into today. Uh, later on, I'm gonna get into my week. A lot of I don't know how a lot of people found out. I don't know. Whatever. I guess I talk about an SEL too. But uh, at a long-term relationship end, I'm gonna talk all about that. It'll be fun. Yeah, and I mean, we'll get, per- we'll get personal. It'll be good. Yeah. So, what else are later. you going to do on a Sunday, right? That's right. Let's not go to church. <laughs> right? You're not going to church. I saw some churchy types when I was out earlier. They got their ties on and shit. Oh, Woke up on a nice day today. Got a fucking car wash. What a feeling that is, dude. It is a beautiful day, but it's cold as balls up here. Here, it's a beautiful day, man. Got the fucking ride washed up, looking good. That's fucking sweet. My car looked like it was fucking buried and dug up. <laughs> <laughs> what had all that road salt and everything on it? Oh, it just looked like complete shit, yeah. Uh, God damn. It looked like the person who drives this is a piece of shit, which is true. <laughs> I just don't want everybody to know about it. Yeah, don't let everybody so, know. Let's start things off. With I shit you not, pun not intended, the Lars Ulrich toilet <laughs> that got bought by a Danish museum. Yeah. Like, I could piss in this thing, but there's no way I could shit in it. Oh, hell no. There, It doesn't have a seat. It's, uh... <laughs> well, I mean, also, but it'd be like you're sitting on his lap. <laughs> and he's naked from the bottom. <laughs> he's, like, bottomless. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's wearing a t-shirt, but he's got no fucking pants. <laughs> it's headed to Ulrich's home country of Denmark for the Ripley's Believe It or Not Museum in Copenhagen. It was uh, briefly installed at the Brass Mug in Tampa, Florida. Um, why would you put this in a bar? But whatever. The craziest thing I, I thought about this. Guess who made this? You guessed it. Prince Midnight, which you recall, we've talked about him before. Oh, yeah. When he made a guitar out of his uncle's bones. Allegedly, maybe, probably, I don't know. Well, one thing to be said about this guy, he's creative as fuck, and he does get into the realm of the weird with his creations. I mean, and like, I'm looking at Lars, he doesn't have a dick. I mean, just like the real one, dude. <laughs> he's like, he's like a, a Ken doll or something. Yeah, it's just smooth down there, dude. Yeah. I think he put a fucking dick on there. It'd be great. 
I think the drumsticks are supposed to be his penis because the way he's holding them, it's like, you know, they're right near the dick area. Yeah. That's just it's disturbing to look at. And then there's a picture of Prince Midnight, and I was saying, he looks like our fucking buddy Natanic with a wig on. He does. He really does. <laughs> Maybe it is him. Like, if Natanic had mutton chops and, you know, shaved in the middle there with a fucking wig, that that definitely could be him. Of course, he's lacking in the tattoo department, though. Yeah, pussy has no tattoo. <laughs> he's a big pussy. <laughs> That's right, dude. Uh... But this guy, Prince Midnight, you know, he always seems to be popping up. You got to respect the dude's hustle. He's always showing up for some weird rock related art thing. Yeah. Does does Lars really have those bright green eyes? Because that's fucking weird. The thing is creepy as fuck. I know. Look at the way they made that. (laughs) The more I look at it, the more I don't think I could piss into it either. Because it's just looking at you fucking the whole time. Yeah. No, definitely. I wonder how many people got freaked out in that bar in Florida, like trying to take a piss in there. I'm sure a lot. They were like drunk and they're like, oh man, I can't. I got to pee so bad, but I'll just piss my pants. I can't use this toilet. Look at the floor in that picture, dude. Oh my God. Look at that floor in that top picture. At least where I'm looking. Yeah, that's uh, fucking gross, dude. And like, I know dudes are supposed to be resilient about bad bathrooms man but fuck i can't deal with it it looks like black mold right near the toilet <laughs> right i near can't the- deal with a fucking gross bathroom <laughs> nah, like a disgusting it's... toilet like even pissing in it i'm like Ugh. yeah or one that smells like a locker room filled with like sweat and piss and uh no no thanks man and look, worst he- bathroom i've ever been in uh this place called the core in Minot, North Dakota played a show there in like 1990 98, 99. And, uh, it was like a, I think it, I don't know if it was a, it was a really big fucking open room. I wonder what that was at some time. Maybe it was a theater, but the floor wasn't, I don't know. It doesn't matter. Is this like the bathroom in that place? Unfucking believable. The kind of bathroom you'd expect at like a shitty fucking venue, you know, that has like raves and shit too. Where like the toilet is one big trough or something? No, oh, it wasn't okay. like a normal, but it was just disgusting. Like, and it smelled like vomit. Oh, and it was like, I mean, the toilets were like a mechanic shop or something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just fucking vile. Because one like, guy's like, oh, where can I change? Like, oh, you change up the bathroom. <laughs> go up there. And this is like, what, dude? I'm like, you not going to take my fucking shoes off in here? Jesus Christ. No. Dude. So basically nobody, like, the uh, the maintenance team never went in there to fucking clean. It, it's just. There was no maintenance team. We showed up at the venue and we were, like, pounding on the fucking doors and shit. Because there's no one there. Someone's supposed to be there. This is before cell phones, you know? So it's like. What the fuck? Finally, some dude half asleep comes out angrily and lets us in. We should have known what we were fucking in for. And then there's like two people showed up. Some band played before and whatever. And then like two people showed up and uh guitar player. I don't know what he was so mad about, but he like he threw his guitar like onto the fucking floor. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? you're a guitar, man. That's hey, you're a fucking goof. 
But the bathroom there was disgusting. Yeah. And there was like fucking crack pipes and shit around, as I recall. Wow. Okay. That that's fucking crazy, man. You you've played in some really fucking puddles of blood dive bars. Even a bar. It was just a weird fucking thing, man. I think all these fucking weird druggies just all hung out there and did drugs there. <laughs> it's an abandoned warehouse or some shit. I wish I could figure out what that room was because it had giant ceilings and it had, I mean, it looked almost like a theater, but the floor wasn't fucking, you know, angled. Wow, that's weird. I don't know. I know you can take that shit out too. I mean, there was a venue, and uh, we played a bunch in town here that was a theater, and I don't know, the floor wasn't fucking angled anymore. I don't know what they did. Then. Anyway, disgusting bad. Clean your fucking bathroom, dude. Yeah. Don't have your fucking bottle of Listerine and your toothbrush so close to the toilet where you pee and shit, because those poop particles can just, like, come up, you know? <laughs> yeah, not only your own poop particles, anyone else's poop particles. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> I have a friend, man. Who he will occasionally invite you to his house, <coughs> and uh, his house is generally clean when you go there. The kitchen's clean, the floors are clean, everything in the place is clean, except when you go in the bathroom. The toilet is fucking vile <laughs> every time, even when women are coming. Even when like you know the dude knew I was bringing my girlfriend and some other guy was bringing his wife. How do you not, how do you, when you have guests, not clean your toilet? I don't understand. I would clean the fuck out of the bathroom, man. Because somebody's always got to use the toilet. You know, you ever notice that? Like when you have guests over, somebody's always got to piss or shit or something. Oh, shit, but I always have to piss. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> Every two hours, I need to piss. <laughs> Every hour for me, I drink a lot of water. And, uh, and yeah, before I leave your place, I'm going to piss there just in case. Who knows? Who knows what I'll come across in my journeys? <laughs> you're going to search the bathroom while you're pissing. I don't want to go to a fucking gas station. Just there. That shit's like. Yeah. Hey, you want to hear some crazy shit I heard? I was watching Dr. Drew after dark and um, he was talking about like why women get pissed when when guys don't like uh, put the seat down or whatever. But even when you're pissing, there's going to be spray like you're peeing in the toilet and it can spray up to like 20 feet in any direction. So you're going to get piss everywhere, regardless of whether uh, you aim for the toilet or not, because there is like some bounce back or whatever. And I was like, holy shit, that's true, because sometimes I do piss directly into the toilet and it ends up on the floor. It's like I'm not fucking drunk, you know? So yeah, my I, last woman I lived with was very like, like made it sound like I don't know how to piss. Like, I have a lot of experience pissing. I've been pissing for a very long time. <laughs> yeah, right. The way that we piss is just, it's un- it doesn't make any sense, you know? Like, like we'll sit down then. Like, sit down then. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes like it's like a fire hose. It can't be controlled, you know? Like the movie about Schmidt. Have you ever seen that? Oh, yeah, I did. <laughs> Fucking, his wife makes him sit down to pee. And then when she dies, the first thing, he goes in the bathroom and goes to sit down and decides no and just pisses everywhere all over the fucking bathroom yes <laughs> fuck you bitch people have those disgusting uh, fucking bibs for their toilets I've never seen that the rug that goes around the fucking front of the toilet you haven't seen that 
Oh, those. Yes. I, I <laughs> you have older. You have older parents. They probably have them in there. <laughs> no, no, there's nothing like that. No, nothing at all like that. Like, it, dude, all that fucking piss, that <laughs> shit that splashes on. Like, You're just like, it's like walking through a swamp where it's all squishy and everything. Yuck. Oh, dude. Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah, that's that's actually worse than having just a regular linoleum floor and pissing on that because I mean you could just throw a wet rag and wipe it up, but a rug, ugh, no. Yeah, dude. Uh, I don't know. And then people are fucking savages, man. Like the way they use bathrooms. Uh, you know, my my work job currently we're moving, but currently we have two single stall bathrooms, and so it's men and women sharing these fucking things, and just. I lived with a woman from a lot of years in my life, you know, so I know that you can't just go in there and fuck up a bathroom. You know, you have some fucking yeah. decorum in there and you leave it fucking in good shape. Well, these motherfuckers are savages. It was, it's fucking gross. And I hate sharing. A, I hate bathrooms. I do. And, and I don't use public bathrooms. I used to work at Toys R Us and we had this one oh. guy who would have explosive diarrhea all the fucking time. And like you could walk in and you know that he just took a shit and if you ever open the stall door you would see fucking shit plastered up on the walls up all over the toilet i felt bad for the crew that had to come in and clean that shit every day like how can you not get your shit in the toilet <laughs> so, he wasn't fat and so it's like he could fit his ass on the toilet and everything i just don't understand like did i'm he fat sh- as fuck i <laughs> should never shit anywhere but the toilet <laughs> i think the dude chat standing up or he was like perched over the toilet or something, man, for real. I don't fucking know oh how you get God. shit on the wall from like your asshole is pointing downward into the toilet. How does it like come out the backside? Unless you got to go so bad that it's like starts happening as you're going down. Maybe. Yeah. But I mean, every time, though, every fucking time. This is a really highbrow episode of this show. I know, right? Jesus Christ. We're really <laughs> knocking it out of the park today. We're talking about pee and poo. <laughs> it's a shit episode. I liked the show when it was about Satan. <laughs> Still about Satan, baby. It's always about Satan. What do you think and makes Lars. you shit everywhere, Satan? In Lars' toilet, bro. Yeah. Doesn't his shirt look like it says Zars Ulrich instead of uh, Lars? It looks like Man, a I guess I'll give you that I don't know. It's kind of like has the Metallica font, but says Lars Ulrich. Yeah. Because I guess you put the Metallica on there, they fucking sue your ass. <laughs> <laughs> serious, man. It's like, I don't give a fuck if this is a dedication to me. I'm still going to sue you. I wonder what Lars thinks of that toilet. I never saw anything that he commented. Yeah. Looks stock. Looks <laughs> stock to my eyes. <laughs> Those sticks are not uh proper the proper weight or some shit where's my dick Uh, man where's my dick exactly (laughs) uh so there's another fucking good news the uh joro spider is set to uh invade the eastern seaboard these spiders look metal as fuck Uh, you live there, man. What do you have to say about it? Um, I mean, if they were deadly and venomous, I'd probably be worried. But honestly, I don't really give a fuck. Like, 
All right, whatever. I'll just stay out of your way. You stay out of mine. You know, if I, if I happen I actually, to see you crawling across my face one morning, then I'm going to freak the fuck out a little bit. You know? Uh, Juro spider can grow to be about three inches long, including a large bulbous body with bright yellow stripes. Its underbelly has red markings and weaves large webs that looks like they're spun from golden silk. Uh, gets his name from Jorogumu, which is Japanese folklore. Uh, that it can turn itself into a beautiful woman to prey on unsuspecting men. <laughs> <laughs> a story as old as time. <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, oh, but man. yeah, man, there's uh, three inches. That's a big fucking spider, bro. That is. That's a huge spider. And it says, um, like, along with the legs and everything, it looks like it's the size of the palm of your hand. And so, Jesus Christ, man. Imagine that fucking thing. Yeah. Their hatchlings do ballooning, uh, which is they use, like, the web-like silks to carry them in the wind to new locations. <laughs> oh, joy. Like little fucking paratroopers, man. <laughs> Just uh, yeah, exactly. going behind enemy lines there. Yeah. Um, I had so, people who uh, don't kill spiders in their house. They catch them and, like, let them go outside. That would be me. No. That's uh, that how you do it. Yeah, I, I fucking do it. I I, ca- I got a little um, a little uh, prescription container that I trap them in. You know, when I see them on my wall, I catch them in there and then I just uh, chuck them outside. I don't like to kill them. Yeah, I, I, I'm sorry. But when you trespass, well, you know, can't deal with terrorists here. <laughs> when you trespass, then that's the fucking that's the rule outside. I would never kill a spider outside. You know, by all means, baby, you do you. But if you're in here, this is my shit, dude. Yeah, well, you eat other bugs. I don't give a fuck. I'll kill those bugs, too. I'll kill every motherfucker that comes in here. Yeah. You know, those spiders will kill those bugs for you, though, man. That That's kind of the reason why they're hanging out in your house. I used to date this bitch, and she lived in a basement apartment. Spiders fucking everywhere all the time down there, man. Holy shit. Yeah, basements are notorious for that. I live in a basement here, and I rarely see a spider in here. Well, is it really a basement, or is it just like a <clears throat> sub-basement? Yeah, like, you know, somewhere. It's an actual apartment, though. It's not like a basement basement. Right, yeah. It's just like a half apartment. You know, it's like I have windows above ground and shit. It's a sub-basement. Yeah. That chick lived in a basement of a house. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so that's different. Yeah, basements are all musty and moist, perfect breeding ground for spiders and shit. Fucking... Ooh. Gross, dude. Gross mother. I don't like those motherfuckers. Uh, but yeah, so look forward to those coming your way. Yeah. So you guys are, you're not getting them in your area at all then, huh? No. Wow. They're okay. native to Japan, likely made their way to the U.S. on shipping containers. Like all things do, right? Hitch yeah. a ride on a shipping container and fucking. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. You should be getting them too, man. If I got to deal with them, then you got to deal with them as well. <laughs> They were, oh my god, they look fucking horrendous, dude. You ever see them big Ugh. ass spiders that aren't dangerous? Like from Australia, they're fucking huge. And um I think it was uh the crocodile hunters, his son, he he used to let them crawl on his face and all that. And it, it took up like half of his fucking face. It was like Shaq Shaquille O'Neal's hand on somebody's face. <laughs> Those no. things are huge. I can't fuck with Australia, man. Australia is just Everything wants you fucking dead there. Yeah. You know? <laughs> the entire continent wants you dead. 
Like, I couldn't imagine living with lizards and shit. No thanks, dude. Like, it's just a common occurrence that, like, oh, yeah, lizard. You might find a lizard in your house. Lizard in my house, dude. No. <laughs> <laughs> you used to buy drugs from this drug dealer that had a giant iguana. Oh, yeah. Th- those are That was a for- free-range fucking iguana, bro. Yeah. You know you can get salmonella from those, right? Yeah. Yeah. Fucking- it was a terrifying, dude. We would go over there and shit and smoke and whatever, and, like, it would come up under your chair, dude. I remember it coming up under my chair. <laughs> so, like, I'm lifting my legs up because there's a fucking giant iguana under there. It would hiss and shit. Like, I recall specifically, it would come out, it came out one time and it was just like, I mean, it makes this hiss, dude. Big fuck. I like, holy shit. And this crazy hippie guy, he goes down to it and he's like, he just wants some kicks, man. And he, like, fucking feeds the thing kicks. <laughs> Kick cereal. <laughs> I guess the thing really liked kicks. I had an image of Tommy Chong in my head. Like, hey, man. Uh, this dude's long hair, fucking patchouli, full-on hippie dude, yeah. <laughs> I've never heard an iguana fucking hiss, man. I've known uh, people who've had them, and they used to let them crawl and climb on everything, and they're like, don't touch it, you'll get salmonella. So I never touched their fucking iguana. Yeah, I plan on touching it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't touch it? Oh, okay. I was totally going to. <laughs> I was going to pick it up until you told me not to. That's what I was going to get is to fucking punt that thing across the room. Why do you have that? You're like, why have that thing? And it doesn't give a fuck about you. Things. A dog at least likes you. Yeah. A dog at least feels love. This thing is a fucking, you know. It's a fucking lizard, man. <laughs> yeah, I do. Lizards don't have fucking feelings. <laughs> they don't give a shit about you. <laughs> that thing doesn't like you. The only thing it knows is like kicks come from your hand. <laughs> One day it might start thinking that like you're full of kicks. And if it fucking takes your ass out, it'll be able to get to all the kicks. It won't have to fuck around with you anymore. Uh, they're like, fuck they, your couch. They also had, and this is like 25 fucking years ago. They had this thing that I smoked weed out of that I've never fucking seen again. And it was like the coolest thing. It was like kind of like a football almost, but you would roll the joint. You put it into this little holder, light it and put it inside of this little ball, like this squeezable thing. And then you covered these holes on it like the Ocarina of Time. And then <laughs> you would squeeze it slowly and it would shoot the smoke out of this little nozzle into your mouth while the joint burned inside. That Never sounds seen like-, like that. I mean, it sounds cool in theory, but it also in practice, it sounds like way too much effort just to get some weed. That's kind of cool to shoot smoke in your mouth, you know, but whatever happened to those ones that ran, those like ran out of battery, those were cool too, but those like also back in the day, like the, the like fucking where you would like just hold the button and it would like shoot the smoke. I don't think I've ever seen one of those. Oh yeah. Yeah. They were like weed pipes. Wow. But you didn't fucking hold the button. And it was, I think it even lit it, maybe. I don't know. No Crazy shit. shit. Wow. What the fuck, man? It's donor technology. Yeah. Here in 20, 2022, I've got a glass pipe sitting in front of me. So. We, <laughs> we used to make gravity bongs with a pool and fucking, you know, yeah. a, a tub of water and shit. And just like creative stuff out of apples. You know, we smoked out of apples, out of Pepsi cans, everything. <laughs> Two gravity bong stories briefly. <laughs> First gravity bong story. Uh, me and my boys went camping. 
and we were camping by the river and we all went into the river so there's like five dudes set standing around in the river like chest deep and we took a fucking gravity bong out there out of a two liter bottle and we were smoking gravity bongs in the river <laughs> oh shit it's pretty cool <laughs> pretty cool becoming one Ooh. with nature yeah dude nature boy <laughs> my other fucking gravity bong story is watching this dude take one out of a sink and I feel like that's all we did over there for some reason. That was like the thing to do every time we were at those guys' house was gravity bunks. But he takes this big milky. I mean, it's milky, dude. It's like this is death to any human being. He slams down on the thing and immediately comes back up just and coughing and shit. <laughs> Smoke just billowing from his fucking head. And he just blacks out and falls back and falls forward smashing his fucking chin on the edge of the fucking on the edge of the counter (laughs) (laughs) smashes his chin on the counter flat back bumps on the fucking floor holy shit he's dead (laughs) first person killed by gravity (laughs) son of a bitch oh shit I've never seen anyone take that much to the head oh yeah dude like, why did we do that shit when you're young? It's like, it's like we have to do this to like the nth degree. We have to figure out, you know. Like, yeah. I remember we turned my buddy's dad's uh, rain gauge into a fucking into a bong, so like it had the numbers on the side, so we would score it, and it'd be like that's where the milky thing like has to be milky. So everybody would be scoring. They'd be like, no one, one, okay, no one milky. All right, you know, and like. You can see how fucking far up you hit it and then fucking <laughs> see if you could do a two or a three year. Oh, man. We didn't have nothing like that, but I had a friend who had a gas mask with, with one of those tubes. And we used to fucking shotgun through the gas mask. Oh, dude. Well, everybody's had a gas mask with a fucking steamroller attached to it. What the hell? A steamroller? Yeah. Well, that's, that's what we call them. Oh, okay. I don't know what they're called. What they're does like it a, do? Just a tube. Or you put your hand over the other end. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Just a perfect tube with a bowl on the top. And you put your hand on the one end and the other part of your mouth. Start lighting it, you know, to suck it. And then you just move your hand. And it clears the entire thing, you know, in a fucking second. It's like a bong with no water. It's harsh. It's hot. Smoke. It's the fucking worst. But my buddy Tim had one. And we used it all the time for some reason. You know, here's another thing about um, being young and taking everything to the extreme. It's like I remember smoking at my friend's house before. And for some reason, we were all high. And he's like, hey, you guys want to see something cool? And he fucking opens his closet and breaks out like these crazy ass shuriken ninja stars and shit. And we're all fucking high and we're chucking ninja stars at each other like a bunch of fucking idiots. Mm hmm. And it's just like we're laughing about it. But then when we were sober, we were like, we saw a ninja star stuck into the tree. And we're just like, wow, I mean, that could have fucking killed us. Whoa. <laughs> it's uh, you do dumb shit, man. We also smoke the waterfall. You ever do that where you fill a you fill something with water and you put a hole in the bottom of it and then you like, like a two liter. Right. And then you screw the joint on the top and then light it and move your finger on the bottom so the water comes out and like the water leaving the vessel is what sucks down the fucking joint and then oh. you can just 
take hits of really gross stale fucking smoke. Oh. <laughs> I've never even heard of that. Holy yeah. Shit. Fail in science class, but like really doing some fucking science experiments. I know that that's some physics shit right there, bro. Yeah, bro. It's some highbrow <laughs> fucking weed smoking right there. It's like you uh, know that's about good stuff. This. Uh, so I teased it pretty hard on SCL, so I have to deliver now. Stand uh, and deliver. In my fucking personal life. So my girlfriend of seven years uh, the other day left. And uh, I just kind of saw it coming. I definitely saw it coming. I remember when the show, like, was very recently, we were talking about something, and you were like, and asked something, and I was like, you know, she, I love her. I wouldn't want her to leave, but if she leaves, she leaves. You know, I, I said that like two weeks ago. You remember that? Yeah, because we were talking yeah. about like, you're not going to, you're not going to be crying over s- spilled milk or some weird shit. Well, like no, because my ex was like, we were talking about how like. She she was pansexual, so you have to worry about everybody, right? <laughs> oh yeah, that one. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, you know, and I saw it coming. There's like little things I saw around the house and stuff. I saw stuff like partially packed up in a suitcase, and I was like, oh, she's just storing in there, nah, dude. So I knew it was coming, and there's no real way around it. And it's fine. We're friends still, and everything's okay there. But the main point of all of this is that. Well, first off, I would say communicate with your spouse. I know that, and I still did it again. I do it, like, perpetually, where, like, just allow neither person to really discuss any problems. You know what I'm saying? Like, I have all these beefs, and I don't say anything about it. And the same way for them. So, like, it just builds and builds, and then you're fucked. Have conversations. Talk about problems. Yeah. Set expectations. Do you think you guys yeah. got too comfortable with each other and, and just like y- you kind of became stagnant? I mean, there's a lot of fuck. I'm not, I don't want to like, uh, you yeah, know, peel the onion of what happened to my relationship. <laughs> I mean, that's like, our, you know, that's yeah. our personal business. I'm not going to like throw yeah, yeah. shit, I, she, you know, I mean, there's nothing salacious. You know? No, I was just wondering, and, and sometimes I ask questions, and and it's like I'm not ready for the answer. But no, no, I I don't understand. You know, but nothing salacious. But you know, uh, it's no secret to anybody who knows me. You know, I'm pretty open about like I have a lot of fucking struggles in my life. One of which is my weight, and always has been. And it's like, you know, partially she sat around waiting for that to happen. You know, and it hasn't happened. Because I'm a fuck up, you know. <laughs> I have problems, so that's part of it. Um, but yeah, part of it, we kind of grew apart, and just yeah, and you know, I don't know. It's just how it is, man. You know. Yeah, but I seven know years is the longest been, I've ever been with somebody. That is a long and fucking time. We lived together the whole time, because when she, you know she didn't live here, so when she moved here, she moved in. Okay. You know? So that was like we were like moved in and dating from day one. You know. Jesus Christ. Like, that's pretty intense. And we spent a lot of time together because she didn't drive. So it was like, I mean, we were always, we rode to work together. We came home together. We fucking did everything together. So, yeah, so that's you, probably a. You were always around one another then, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, right. So it was fucking crazy. Yeah. Uh, but she did it right before the AEW pay per view on Sunday. Oh, no shit. I was like, yeah, yeah. I was like, I was fucking pissed. It ruined the show for me. I was like, wow. God damn it. But anyway. So all that happened. Um, but the main point of all of this is really I started 
like I need spite, you know, like I need a chip on my shoulder. I think that makes me work the best. So right there, I was like, fuck that shit, dude. I'll, I'll do this. I'm going to show. I'm going to show her, you know, so I start like ripping, you know, because they're doing a diet and shit and getting my shit together. As I started many times before uh, and failed. But I've been listening to. Um, I made a playlist of Montage Motivation. You can find it on Spotify. Just search Montage Motivation. You can follow me on there and shit. I have a lot of crazy playlists, but I've just been listening all week in the car just to montage music. And I feel like it's subconsciously worked itself into my head. It's like subliminally advertised to me to like all the thing titles of the songs. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like never surrender, live to win, overcome the odds, never say die. You hold the future in your fucking hands. And it's like, that's all I'm getting playing in my head fucking week long i'm and just <laughs> i'm sorry i'm i'm just picturing eye of the tiger playing over and over again <laughs> no that's that's one of the songs in there oh but man. like live to win by paul stanley okay live to win yeah so all kinds of shit like that you could listen to and, breed too and that's a lot of uh positive motivational shit right there what was it hate breed oh yeah this is a little 80s montage shit, dude. Oh, okay. You want that 80s oh. stuff. All right. Oh, that's what it all is. It's like songs from Rad and, uh, you know, fucking Footloose. And sh- I mean, it's all every song. The message is like overcome the odds fucking montage. You know? <laughs> so nice. And then it's like good shit started happening, man. Like Monday was a bitch. You know, the next day I was like really fucking in a bummed out mood. But then like shit started Good shit started happening. Like I, I had a review at work, and I got a raise, and I got a new like new shit I'm gonna be doing at work that I'm excited about, and potential to make more money, and like all week just cool shit's been happening, like awesome shit. And I think I'm like it's because of these songs, these songs have just subliminally gotten into my brain, <laughs> and like now my fucking it's what I go to, right? And all I thought is like fucking live to win, dude. Yeah. It's yeah. Me- you the secret never is never surrender never give up fucking all these songs i don't know i think it's worth the time it's like all this this like could be a religion it's got as much factual content to it as any other religion you've actually spoken it into existence within your mind it's like set yourself up to win it's like holy shit these tiktokers are onto something dude i don't know i just think it's like it's a great soundtrack but it's on spotify i suggest downloading it yeah but like the and main try it out and let me know if it, let me know if you start listening to it and like cool good shit starts happening to you. The main thing is that you're fucking spinning what is a negative into a positive and you're making your life better. You're actually you're initiating change. So that's fucking Once. cool, man. Last time I did this, last time I broke up with uh, somebody that I dated long term and lived with, I spiraled. I went the other way. <laughs> oh <laughs> you know? man. I, I, I spiraled hard that. as fuck, gained tons of fucking weight, and was doing all kinds of shit that I was like really risky living, you know, just very dumb shit. Like I just went off the fucking rails, and I'm still, I guess, I'm still kind of recovering from that, even all these years later. <laughs> so that's when I got really fucking fat. Okay. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And so, like, that's kind of why I'm still single because it's like I don't want to deal with. Like, I was into somebody more than they were into me. 
like about oh, yeah. 13 or 14 years ago and that was the last relationship that i had and that long ago yeah it's, it's been a long fucking time dude um and so basically like she ended up she's like oh i i don't have feelings for you and it like totally destroyed me i was not ready for that because she was i made her everything and that was a big mistake you know she shouldn't have been that to me i should have had my own life and wanted my own things instead of relying on uh looking to her for everything and so mm. it was just i was not ready for that to happen but it's probably the best thing that ever happened to me because you know what kind of person would i be would i even know who i was would i recognize myself now so mm. i mean you know sometimes shit happens for a reason and it might seem like a bad thing and yeah i did spiral like i was you know i was like i don't want to ever talk to anybody again um feeling bad about myself kind of thing and then just kind of shying away from everyone and i'm still like that but i do like once in a while reach out to people and shit but i'm kind of set in my ways now and it's like oh man do i really want to fucking work hard at a relationship what if it what if it fails <laughs> So there's that. I, just don't think, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, you got like I think you always say it. I mean, like, eh, I'm good. I'm not gonna fuck with this anymore. And I'm sure I will at some point, but definitely now my mood, my mind is just like, like I'm just enjoying doing what I want again. Like, I mean, I could always kind of do what I wanted to yeah. more than most people, but you know what I'm saying? Like, I just you get back to that, and it's like I haven't had this in seven years, and I'm like, wow, right. And right it's now, nice you're to be able to yourself. fucking like I don't have on my mind worrying about some other person. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or like, are they happy right now? Are they this? Are they anything? Like, I just come home. I just do what I want to do. I fucking you know, it's just good. I fucking enjoy it. Yeah. Um, and the for me, it's just about it's just about utilizing this newfound freedom and keeping my shit together and not going off the fucking rails. Fuck yeah. yeah. And and I love that. I love that you're not you're not taking it in the other direction that you're actually doing some positive shit. And I hope you keep it up. Oh, I got to keep it up. Yeah. I just know. I mean, you got to spite. The spite is strong, dude. I mean, <laughs> hey, you can use that as energy, man, but you're oh, not yeah. doing it. You're yeah. not doing it for her. You're doing it because you know, you're like, Oh, well fuck you too, but it's time to kind of make a change. I mean, I know you don't yeah. hate her, but yeah. I'm saying there's still that fuck you energy there. Oh yeah. No, totally. Yeah. But I know we were talking about it on SEL, and this is kind of done to go wrestling. But you know, it was like why people love Jeff Hardy. You know, you know who Jeff Hardy is, right? Uh, no, I'm kidding. I know who Jeff Hardy is. Okay, but <laughs> I was like, people love Jeff Hardy. I think because he's flawed. That's why I love him. You know, but he's like roundly loved more than most wrestlers, and he gets in trouble all the time, and he falls off the wagon. And but like that's what always identified me with like why I like him is like he reminds me of me you know he wouldn't be on his last fucking chance and still fuck it up you know mm -hmm. like I've been there and that shit you know and so yeah. I don't know it's like you just fucking struggle and shit happens man yeah and I can only imagine like I you know not to say like this is the same as drugs but for me I feel like I've might as well have a drug problem you know like I might as well have been this maybe will be a heroin problem. It's the same fucking premise, you know? Yes, kind of. He was on. Jeff Hardy's not on heroin, by the way, but <laughs> But I think that's why people love him, because he fails and he's flawed and, you know? He's human. You just fucking yeah. love the guy. Yeah. yeah, he's human, right. So, yeah, that's. We'll see, man. 
you know, we gotta do it. Everyone's uh, everyone's fucking rallied, rallied around. Yeah, I can't let everybody down. You gotta can't let myself down. You, know? you and Nate Tanik got to become accountability buddies because he's been doing some really good shit. You know, quitting smoking and uh, just yeah, like yeah. all the no, kicking yeah. all the other bad habits, and it's like fucking if anybody can motivate you to do that it would be natanic i think yeah. you gotta do it yourself though you know yeah yeah the fucking smoking dude i, I don't smoke much I, I don't like justify it i smoke in like on my way to work in the morning and i smoke on the drive home but i don't go out for cigarettes at work or at home you know so i smoke like three cigarettes a day that's not bad i mean that's probably not even enough to say that you're addicted to it. It's just, you know, your board probably gives you something to do. I'm definitely not. Like, if I don't go anywhere, I don't go. I don't smoke, yeah. you know, like if I'm home all day a Saturday, I just don't smoke the whole day. I don't know. So, I don't even like think that one. I can't kick that one in the morning when I'm driving. I think is what it is, really. Like when I drive, <laughs> I, I could have a problem. That's where I still have to smoke. <laughs> something to do while you're riding in the car listening to music i guess i don't know but yeah I don't know. at least i don't drink hey yeah, it's fucking good man alcohol is that's nasty funny. i hate that shit makes me yeah, i grew up with like alcoholic fucking people in my life so i always kind of disliked alcohol <laughs> yeah like i would see my friends and i would see how they acted and i was like yeah i don't want to get that drunk and act like that so I would just w- get a little buzzed and be like, "Ah, this is I'm feeling good right here. I'm not going to go any farther than that." Oh yeah, yeah. And I've had a lot of friends with fucking alcohol problems. Holy shit! Yeah, me too. Uh, that shit's crazy. You fucking kill somebody, you know? Yeah, shit, you kill. My friends did it with two of my friends in the car. And he fucking hit somebody. Uh, like, and that wasn't like crazy where anybody was like severely hurt, but still, you know. Yeah, and how often? Hit a car in the other that? fucking lane. Ooh. Goddamn. Right, and how often do we hear about like drunk drivers either killing, killing themselves, killing another person on the road, or crashing and like killing their friends, and they're the only survivor in the car? It's like I hear about that shit way too often. Oh yeah, that's. Yeah, that happened here. There's a drunk fucking kid here years ago, and uh, he was driving like insanely fast. And people were calling nine one one, like, "Hey, this fucking car's going like a hundred miles an hour." And he fucking hit a tree, and all like three dudes with him died, but he lived. Yeah, like some one was a family friend of ours, uh, Trevor. Uh, he was my stepmom, who's passed away now, but her best friend's son. He was always around at like holidays and shit. He was killed, and then a kid who uh, worked for the company I worked at, uh, he fucking was in the car, too, and died. I was like, holy fuck, man. Yeah. Yeah, Now this dude's in prison. I don't think all that long. I mean, maybe maybe he got like 10 years or something, but I mean, what's the point? You know, like he killed his three friends. (laughs) I think he's, you know. Right. You got to live with that shit for the rest of your life. Yeah. And he does like fucking. I've seen commercials with him in it and shit, like anti-alcohol commercials. I don't even know that they were of age to drink. They might have been twenty, maybe they were twenty-one. You know, so it's like, man, I don't hold that against you forever. Like, I don't know, you know, if Trevor's mom or the parents of those kids forgive him or not. But 
you know, from like my outside point of view, I forgive, you know, I forgave that kid. I understand. When I was 21, dude, or 20 or whatever the fuck it is, like, holy shit, dude, that could have been, I would drive, you know, drive drunk, dumb as fuck, could have been done any variety of kinds of things, you know? Yeah. The stupid shit you do when you're young. Yeah. <laughs> our, alcohol, our alcohol society is weird, too, you know? Right. But, it's like we ban, you know, we demonize uh, cannabis, but yet alcohol yeah, is we, widely accepted and even yeah, it's, it's known crazy. to make you more violent and act really dumb. And it's like you smoke weed, you fall asleep or, you know, you, I don't know. People would, might have panic attacks, but I don't, uh, I've never read anything about somebody smoking a joint and then fucking beating the shit out of somebody else for no reason at all. I mean, yeah, right. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, it doesn't going to make you not be you. Right. I think if it anything, makes I would you be better off if everybody smokes. Yeah. It dev- it definitely makes you more mindful. It makes you more aware of everything around you. Gives you more empathy, I think. That too, yeah. You definitely feel a lot more. You, you ever watch something sad? Oh, and fuck, like I sober, can't. I can't. sober, it would be no problem. I wouldn't fucking, I would make it, you know, <laughs> but stoned, you're like fucking tearing up, dude. Especially, like, don't watch a horror movie when you're high. Holy fuck, you feel everything. I mean, uh, everything. I'm just saying, if I see like sad shit, you know, yeah, like a fucking family reuniting, or you know, I don't know, whatever, you know, real emotional shit like that, normally it wouldn't bother me, I'd be fine, but uh. See, if I fucking was baked, I would definitely it definitely gets me. Man. Normally, that would hit me pretty hard, and you know maybe a, a a tear or two would squirt out. But if I was if I was baked, I would be bawling my eyes out, man. So it would amplify everything up to eleven. Having the having the other day I watched the show Dave uh, on Hulu. I still have. I think it's on that. FX. Hi, I'm Dave. It's about this rapper dude, little dicky. Anyway. I don't know if it's a spoil, not really, but the show it builds up a season you know, after season, and then finally at the end of the season, of one of the seasons, they they've got to the big, you know, they've got to where they were trying to go, right? You know, and it's like this kind of of the of a concert, and it's like slowed down, and it's like over dramatic side, but it's like they finally made it, you know, and it's like I was sitting there, like all of a sudden I'm like kind of getting teared up. <laughs> She's like, what the? Are you serious? Like, dude, <laughs> something about like they fucking made it, dude. The music aspect of it, I think it got me. But so beautiful. <laughs> I'm just so happy. Yeah, that's a dub. But yeah. yeah, weed's good for you, man. Booze is not good for you. Nah, nah, that shit, that shit kills your senses, man. I, I do not like alcohol. I can't think of redeeming qualities of it other than like pain killing, but you know. Yeah, maybe that. If you get drunk, you won't hurt, feel a pain. You know, your back hurts and you get fucking sauced. You won't feel that shit. You'll be good. But uh, <laughs> that's the only thing I can think, man. Other than that, it's just, it doesn't bring out qualities of, that you enjoy in people. No. Like, even no one ever got like drunk as fuck and was like, oh, I just, and wrote an awesome song or <laughs> did a great painting or anything. You know what I'm saying? Or performed well while they were totally <laughs> yeah. drunk. No. We're exactly. talking about you, Vince Neil. <laughs> so it doesn't really have any, but it's one of those things. It's uh, it's like uh, Bill Hicks said, right? Like, look at the the drug the drugs that are accepted in the in the country. It's 
Yeah. It's coffee to keep you fucking awake and alert at work. And mm-hmm. what the fucking booze to make you forget that you're living in a cage. Is he the, um, that he did that little interlude on the Tool album, or they used a part from his act on the Tool album where he was talking about, yeah, if you don't believe that drugs have contributed to our, um, the creative society or something like that take out all your books and your records and burn them because everyone who made that shit was real fucking high on drugs and yeah yeah that's him it's like i always i always kind of um it rang true for me because i was like yeah man these people who made these beautiful things were like i don't think they were drunk i think they were you know on some shrooms or acid or something and they were just like i can see things nobody else can and they're just like creating all this shit and definitely booze had nothing to do yeah probably not because it just dumbs you down yeah it doesn't it doesn't make anything and that's why i never got into it because i just like the lack of control yeah like, if i want to fucking go get in the car and go do something i can't like once you're drunk at home you're, or something you're just like oh, i'm stuck here i guess you take an uber to fucking yeah maybe they didn't have ubers back then they just had taxis and shit get your ubers <laughs> But yeah, man, it always made me feel really sad and really stupid. And like normally (laughs) I'm just a I was a creative person and my mind was always going like 10 different directions. And like when I drank, mm, forget it. I I couldn't think I was just fucking dumb. (laughs) Yeah. What are you going to do? You know, it's accepted. It's the, the thing of choice these days. Yeah. Have, uh, have well, a glass of wine. Calm your nerves. Yeah, that's totally fine. <laughs> it's just say, like, go home and smoke a little bit of fucking indica. Right. All yeah. your nerves. <laughs> just take one hit and see what that does for you. Yeah. This so a magical Japanese boulder Ooh, that's yes. imprisoned a demon for a thousand years has mysteriously cracked open. Are, people are afraid. Are people really spooked or is this just like some shit going around the internet? Japanese people don't fuck around, dude. Oh, yeah, I know. I'm just saying like Americans, like, should should we be like freaked out? Because I know Japanese lore and history is rich with this stuff, like the demons and the dragons. I think it only it's their shit. So I think it only wants their blood. <laughs> I think we're fine. <laughs> Just gonna kill Japanese people. Fuck Japanese people. Uh, but this the stone Sekai, uh, aka the Killing Stones, an ancient boulder in Japan that features prominently in Japanese mythology, uh, it's said to kill anyone that comes in contact with it. And for one thousand years, it has imprisoned a demoness until the stone recently broke in half, possibly releasing the demoness. Like. A beautiful woman demoness transformed into a nine-tailed fox. Like, when I read that, all I thought of was Naruto. I was like, fucking Naruto uh-huh. having the nine-tailed fox demon within him and shit. I don't know if you watch anime, but yeah, yeah. I totally geeked out for that. Maybe think of Tails from Sonic and Tails. Oh, okay. He flies with his tail? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> I've played a lot uh, of Sonic games. Yeah, to the naked eye appears as a beautiful woman. It was later exposed as being a nine-tailed fox demoness. I love the uh, art Working for a powerful Japanese daimo uh, who is plotting to overthrow the emperor. Pretty fucking hard. Four. Yeah, it's pretty rad. The artwork is double. beautiful. I love this shit. 
There's an advertisement here for the double-headed twins. What are they doing? Conjoined twins expecting exciting news. Are they having a baby? I didn't How does see that, that. Work? It looks like someone photoshopped fucking a pink and a pink and blue cake in there. Probably not having a child. You mean the 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 twins that are on TikTok? Those two girls? Uh, I mean, I don't know. The classic fucking conjoined twins. Like oh, the ones from, okay, okay. Yeah. The ones from like, you know, those young girls. Yeah, those Abigail two. and Brittany Hensel. Oh, okay. Nope. Not that those aren't the ones I'm talking about. I'm oh, talking this is about- one of those where you have to click a thousand fucking pages. Yeah, fuck yourself. Fuck that. You got me. But dude, getting uh, back to this stone, did you see like how they had like the uh the traditional uh rope around it where it's like protecting the stone and shit? And then, mm-hmm. like, when the stone cracked open, it looks like a fucking meteor or something. I don't know. I just thought that was really cool. Like, the stone is hollow inside. And, yeah, uh, well. and then you see the <laughs> rope all busted up around it. It's some 2022 shit, dude. Like, of course. Mm. You know, of course this would happen. <laughs> it had to happen in, in this age right now. A famous warrior by the name of Miura Naosuke is said to have vanquished the demoness whose body was transformed uh, into the Killing Stone, internal as an internal prison. I guess it's not so eternal. Well, I guess we got that going for us, so that's cool. <laughs> so, uh, basically, Japan doesn't need Godzilla. It's got the nine-tailed fox demoness. Yeah, I don't think it's good, though. Like, you know, remember Godzilla turned face eventually. Yeah, yeah, but he did kill a lot of people. It's like, people like, you know, because doing a wrestling podcast, be like uh, greatest babyface turn in history. You know, they just <laughs> don't clarify wrestling, but they just like, what's the best babyface turn of all time? Motherfucking Godzilla, bitch! <laughs> <laughs> Never been a better babyface turn. God damn it! Godzilla, protector of the innocent. Well, yeah, he fucked their shit up, and then later he turned babyface. And- mm-hmm. Yeah, because he. Like all the other monsters, he was like, "Man, this is my fucking planet. You guys get the hell out of here." And fuck up Ghidorah and Mothra and Gamera. I'm fucking. I'm a Godzilla nerd, and the fact that I don't have super expensive statuettes of all of the monsters is like a is a complete fucking miracle. I find that hard to believe. I thought you would have like figurines of them and all that shit. I, I'm surprised I don't. <laughs> I was doing an auction at work and. I saw that we get this Godzilla plush, and it's just like this Godzilla plush, and he looks all cute, but he looks fucking sweet looking. It's from Kid Robot, and they make really cool fucking shit like that. But uh, I was like, do we have Mothra? And like, <laughs> I kind of <laughs> want all of these. I want Mothra and Ghidorah and Mechagodzilla. And oh, fucking shit. Ghidorah's badass. So the next yeah. thing you know, it's like your apartment looks like it's from the 40 year old virgin where you've got toys all over the fucking place, man. <sighs> Kind of do cool. Have shit you seen where, my desk? No, I have not. I've seen your television because you showed me like all the fancy lights that you got and everything. Fuck yeah, dude. Uh, but yeah, I guess I don't know. Like my desk area, it does have a lot of toys. It has like two stuffed cats. You know that. I suppose you don't put. Oh, you've got Daryl the cat from. Um, yeah. Fucking, yeah, yeah, that thing. I remember when I'm you Darryl first got that. And the pink one. And then I've got these like Lucha Libre Legends action figures up there. And 
fucking a Bigfoot monster truck toy. <laughs> I've got toys, dude. I've got toys. I got wrestling figures around here. Not tons of them, but I do have them. Around. I think I remember you having luchador masks, too. I have tons of luchador masks okay. uh, on heads. And they <laughs> on go heads, like all the way around the kitchen, heads. like on top of the cabinets. Yeah. This luchador mask. It's pretty childish. Ah, whatever, man. It's uh, it's what you like surrounding yourself with. I don't think like it's childish. I just... What's that? I don't think it's childish. Uh, but yeah, you got other stories, or I don't even know how long this has been. Uh, we're exactly at an well, we're like one minute away from an hour. But yeah, I've Holy got. Shit. I don't have anything else. I had what I had, and. There anything else going on in the world you want to talk about you got shit to do you want to go whatever uh, i ain't got nothing dude. i got, I, <laughs> As got I, nothing said, to do. I have nothing to do anymore man uh, and idle hands are the devil's workshop dude yes they are that's um, like at night i get uh, done playing xbox i just go right to bed holy <laughs> like, shit <laughs> it's xbox well, like all right catch you guys later turn it off go to my bed and then i'll watch shit in bed you know like how long do you once stay I get up? there? I'm good. What's up? How long do you stay up playing Xbox? I don't know. 1030. I usually play Xbox at like 1030 and then I'll fucking watch something for an hour, hour and a half in bed. Oh, that's not bad. I know people who stay up till like fucking 3 a.m. playing that shit. Oh, no. It was, everyone's got to work in the morning. So we all kind of bail off. Yeah. But yeah, that's my that's my fucking hack is. To go right from that to bed. Because if I stay out in the living room, it's like bad that shit will happen. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> what, you'll, what, you'll start eating or something? Oh, I could, yeah. Definitely. <laughs> definitely. Just like surround like, yourself with a bunch of food and start jerking off <laughs> eating. I lost like 65 pounds fucking uh, like a couple years ago. And I was like, say, it's one thing to lose 65 pounds in general is pretty tough. Like trying doing it baked all the time. Wow. Yeah, that's... That's a lot. <laughs> the degree of difficulty is ratcheted up. <laughs> you could always have like a, a bowl of lettuce <laughs> while you're baking, just fucking chow on some leaves or something. I mean, I'm sure it doesn't taste great, but still. <laughs> yeah, I've got all these like fucking. My mother's been giving me food. Like, pretty much. I've just been eating shit she gives me. I don't know. It's like. That day, I think it was that Monday that she came over. She like, and she like, oh, I made this, and I got leftover this, and it's like all in these trays because she buys like restaurant, you know, like takeout trays from Sam's Club. So they come like perfectly, like you just throw them in the microwave. And the shit's portioned too. It's like fuck yeah, dude. Wow, is it health food though? What is that health food? That she's giving me? Yeah. Or yeah. Is, okay. Well, I mean, you know, it's normal food. But I fucking uh, I only eat like a protein bar for breakfast and a protein bar for lunch. Holy shit. So when I get to dinner, I'm 400 calories in. Okay. You got to be careful with those protein bars because sometimes they actually make things worse. Yeah. I was hearing about like your body will, if it doesn't get the nutrients that it needs, your body will start storing more fat and just eating other like stuff that's inside your body i don't know the i don't know the dynamics of it but i just heard that it's really bad to do mm. no that's true yeah 
I also take a multivitamin. You know? As a man of our age, death should anyway. Yeah, I, I'm low in vitamin D. I gotta start taking some vitamin D. Vitamin D right up your B. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> Get a hot beef injection. <laughs> I'm do it, I think. We thank you very much for listening, you know, supporting the show. Uh, you can hear more of my bullshit on Suplex City Limits live every Saturday on YouTube at noon Eastern and on demand everywhere podcasts are found afterward. Follow me on Twitter at Suplex City Limit. I respond to everything, dude. So you want to chat? You hit me up, baby. I got nothing but time now. Yeah, he's, he's got lots of time to bullshit with you. Hit me up there. Boom. Yeah, if you want to listen to my bullshit, check me out on uh, I Want to Make a Playlist About It podcast. Part that I hate. I got to listen to the new one because the topic seemed like, I was like, what kind of songs would you pick for that? I oh, said, oh I that one. I, that's the one that I'm not on. <laughs> so, what, was it? what was the topic of it? Um, hold on. Let me look. I, something about being a strong black woman and not needing no man. Really? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I'm a survivor. I'm not gonna give up. I mean, that's got to be number one. Uh, might be, man. I haven't listened to the whole thing yet. Survivor, <laughs> keep on surviving. Um, yeah. So there's that. And uh, as always, much love to Break the Apocalypse podcast for shouting us out, and much love to Bobby Anthem, who's been spreading the word about Old Guy Metalcast and all the other shit that we do. Oh yeah. Like in the real world, in the real world, and <laughs> online too. Like he said, he was huh? on the corner. He said he was on the corner spreading love and on a couple other shows. So, oh yeah, like in reality, because he doesn't fuck around on social media. No, he he's given up on Twitter for probably four years now. I think yeah. probably better off for it. Maybe yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah, break the apocalypse. B show Brian's last show. Oh yeah, that's right, man. Much love to be Brian. I don't, know. Brian in I don't his... know if I didn't hear where they why he said where he said why or what the deal was there, but well it was uh mostly life stuff was getting in the way and he didn't have time to take care of, you know, shit in his life and do the show. So he's yeah. he's still gonna yeah, be on, but he's not gonna be on as much, maybe like once every once in a while, I think. Uh, well, very good. Much love to them. Those cool dudes over there. Uh, I think that'll do it. Yeah, yeah. I think that's it. All right, well, see you again next week as we are now what, weekly. Yeah, we're weekly podcast now. <laughs> I'm going to message you on Monday. I'm like, oh, let's do this every week now. <laughs> Syndicated weekly. Her loss is your gain. <laughs> if you enjoy hearing us, that is, yeah. We'll see you again here next week on the Sabbath as always. And until then, hail Satan. And hail yourself.